Team Jackson, what's happening? So yesterday, man, I was looking at the feedback from my IG stories when I talked about the number one reason a guy will get comfortable disrespecting you. And of course, there were some people that misunderstood what I was saying as if, you know, if a guy disrespects you, mistreats you, abuses, etc., that is on you as a woman. No, it's not. If a man does something to you, whatever it is, it was internal. It's his fault. Now, if he gets comfortable doing something, it's kind of like that saying, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. If he gets comfortable, yes, I'm putting the blame on you as the woman, whoever it is, a man or whatever, whoever's listening to this. And the only reason why a guy's going to get comfortable doing something like mistreat you in any type of way is because there's not enough value on your presence. But why wouldn't it be enough value on the presence? Because there's not enough respect to your absence. But why is that? So here's the thing. Even as an amazing woman, we talk about women being blessings and, you know, gift from God and all that kind of stuff. And that's true. But it's not easy loving y'all all the time. And it's not supposed to be because you're human. You got your ups and downs. You got your flaws. You got your shit. And because there are some things about you that are so high up that when the average guy meets you, in order to love that part of you correctly, he has to stretch himself. He has to level up. He has to become a better version. He has to challenge himself. He has to die to his old ways. He has to beat his demons. He has to do all of these things that are really uncomfortable and painful. And that's what they're talking about when they say a relationship is work. Because, of course, that should be vice versa. That should be on both sides. But I'm just speaking as a man here. That requires work. But what do we know about men in work when it comes to a job being done consistently and correctly? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Please remember to subscribe, to rate and review us on Apple iTunes, on SoundCloud. I, honestly, I don't know what Google Play is doing either. Google Play and Spotify are in this same bucket because I don't know what either one of them doing. If anybody listening knows what they're doing, you know, please go and do that, whether it's rating and reviewing or subscribing because I don't, I don't know what's going on with them, but... um. Of course, it's Jay, it's Welly F, and just to let you know, we choose violence. <laughs> hey, bro, at least on Spotify, I can, I know I can press play and something's going to happen. I don't even know if I can do that on Google. Like, I, like, I don't even know if I can press play and, and it gets somewhere, so yeah. I like, I, like, I sent you the link. Um, the link tree because I went into it and I was like, oh, let me see what this where this actually goes. And then it goes, hey, we ain't got no music here anymore. You got to go to YouTube Music, or whatever. So I go to YouTube Music and it's not there. But I think Google has like a hybrid kind of podcast app or something. I, I think I sent you the link. So it's, it's like Google Podcast or something. And I was like, why y'all got to be so difficult? It's ugly. That's all I know. <laughs> it's ugly. It's like, why don't y'all just come to an agreement with Spotify since y'all, you know, Apple's opposition. And get some shit that everybody likes. Keep it simple, man. Cause, uh, ain't nobody checking for Google like that. We, we people go to Google for one thing: search some foolishness. Cause half the shit niggas be searching on Google is nonsense. <laughs> Those two AM searches on Google be wild. <laughs> I can only imagine. I be like, searching uh, some bullshit. <laughs> shit that's not gonna add no value to your life whatsoever, man. At all. Look, man. When you say we woke up and chose violence, I just need people to understand that. I, I don't feel like sugarcoating shit this episode. Not that I 
sugarcoat shit. But I, I tend to like hold back, even though this is no boundaries podcast, only because I have so much respect for the people that continuously listen to us, uh, male and female. But uh, today I'm just tired of the bullshit, man. Look, I know attention seeking is one thing, but we all need to come to the realization that attention seeking and the benefits of getting the attention that you desire really has no true benefits outside of that dopamine hit. So when I read a story about a 19 year old mother that chose to turn up for, for a week straight while what I'm if I'm if I'm understanding this correct, Jay, the, this this young this this baby, this toddler, was dead those six days, six seven days, correct? From my understanding, the toddler was twenty months old, and Come when on, she twenty lo- months, man. 20 months, man. Uh, okay, she was almost two. <laughs> she was almost two. Yeah, I'm messing with you. But from my understanding, and and again, I could be understanding this wrong. When she left, the baby was alive. That's from what I understood. That when she left to go turn up, the baby was alive. Six, seven days straight turning up. For your birthday. The main question for me is, who was this child left with? Who was this child supposed to be left with? Because I really couldn't find a lot on this story. But I'm just, I just, I'm just understanding that this, this happened in December, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why is this story just now making any type of wave? Um, look, you got to be a sick, sick, sick individual to be a parent and to want to celebrate life when, in the same instance, you are involving yourself in activities that is going to take away a life. Do you understand how psychotic that is? You know how, do you understand how narcissistic that is? Like that is insane. And the scariest thing about it, that that's, that's, that's the only case that we're hearing about. This has probably become very common in the past five or 10 years. Like, how do you just forget you're responsible for an entire life? that you left at home because I bet it and I, I I bet this started off as like a oh well I'm gonna put the baby down at 10 o'clock I'm gonna go out for a couple of hours the baby sleep through the night I'll be home before the baby wakes up and then she just goes on this bender and when I when I read more into the story it says that the girl had been missing since she was 14 and I think I want to say she was 19 um, at the time the story broke or whatever. So you had been missing for five years. Then you pop up with a two year old that you've left for dead, basically. Man, they say women, women are sugar and spice and everything nice. And I'm telling you right now. This is definitely an epidemic that doesn't get talked about a lot. And when I say this, I mean just the the overall callousness of the Casey Anthony types. You know, 
I've always was I was always suspect about the Malia, the Malia Davis story. Remember that mm-hmm. Malia Davis story that happened in 2019? Yep. And you know, like, dog, this type of stuff has been happening for a while. And like we told, like we talked about a few episodes ago, you know, when we talk about teachers sleeping with, like, these female teachers sleeping with these little boys, like, there's a huge problem going on. And 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 I. And I'm not the one that's going to say it's not the fault of women, but I do believe it's the fault of society for not holding women to the same standard they hold as they hold men. Like, you're going to get the Harvey Weinstein, the the Jeffrey Epstein, the um, the, the the Derek Jackson stories or whatever that that. And, and I know all those people are, don't have a whole bunch of common, except the fact that they're men. And when they when their when their stories trend, everybody it's all eyes on them. But When's the last time you really saw a story about a woman that was trending and really people really put a serious microscope on it and really came to the terms that, hey, th- this gender is just as shitty as the other one? Because we, the first thing I ta- thought about was when the Derrick Jackson situation broke was Jada Pinkett. That was the first thing I thought about because I'm like, the same energy is not being kept. No, and I feel that I feel that situation is very similar based on the story that Derek Jackson told and the story that Jada told. Jada said they were separated. Even Will sat there and said, yeah, I, I was like, I'm through with your ass, this, this, and this. I was done. We were separated. Derek Jackson said, you know, um, and I, I can only quote this part because this is where I actually cut it off at. He's like, the same day I gave my life to Christ, my wife took the kids and went to Colorado to be with her family. So again, left you separated symbolizing that you were through. So there's a lot of parallels to both of these stories, in my opinion. Now I'm just going on what's been posted out there. I, you know, get into the intricacies of these stories, but there's a lot of similarities and the same energy isn't being kept. Like when I'm seeing in relation to Jared Jackson is women coming out and saying, Oh, you men, y'all couldn't wait to crucify him. Y'all couldn't wait for this, and y'all couldn't wait for for this and that. And it's like, you know what? You got damn right. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait because game recognized game. And this is why y'all keep picking the bad dudes because y'all can't recognize game. And you not taking the accountability for it. Damn, he played me. I got played. Damn. Got, he got me. You got me. Respect. No, it's somebody else. Jada sleeps with August Alcina. Will wasn't doing what he what he should have been doing. This, this, and this. It's always somebody else. What will will say shit. I was out here knocking Tyra Banks off. You know, I, I went back to some of my old work and not, you get none of that. And if and if Derek Jackson's wife come out and it's like, you know what, I'm I'm dating ex ex named NFL player, NBA player, tell me what they're gonna say. You go, girl. You go, girl. And, and and that's my purpose of talking about this. Is and you, and you said you hit the nail on the head when you said the accountability, and that's why I'm able to link all these together because it's a it's a it's a it's a breeding ground for one gender to to bask in the double standards that we live in right now, and it's very annoying. It is extremely annoying. I've never watched a Derek Jackson Jackson video like. Like just like Kevin Samuels, like I, I personally think Kevin Samuels and Derrick Jackson are two sides of the, you know two sides of the same coin, and I think the thing about it is what people don't people fail to realize is Ke- Kevin Samuels is a nigga, 
and Kevin <laughs> Samuels being a just straight up Kevin Samuels a nigga. You think that he like he's a red pill dude too. So at the end of the day, like he knows he's he's already good. Kevin Samuels nine times out of ten knows I'm gonna come out here. I'm gonna be this this brute. I'm gonna be this this unapologetic black man that's speaking the truth that I know from my perspective. And at the same time, I know that there are gonna be a group of women that are gonna flock to me for being a real ass nigga. And what's what's happening? Do you want to see Derek? Do you want to see Kevin Samuels DM? I guarantee you, Kevin Samuels DM look just like Derek Jackson, because that's how it works. Game, like you said, game recognize game. No matter what, they have different strategies. And yep. their strategies at the end of the day is going to occupy the space, the occupy the mind of a woman, and a woman is going to be attracted to that. Whether you're the overly optimistic man bashing Derek Jackson, or you're the you're the cutthroat, don't give a damn coming to everybody net Kevin Samuels. You either love the optimist or you love the realist. Bottom line. But my thing is from the from the few snippets, because you you actually introduced me to Derek Jackson like two years ago, and then a, a homegirl of mine had sent me a Derek Jackson video maybe a couple of years ago as well, and like the minute I heard the minute I heard the guy talk, you know, at that time I don't even think he was even verified. I think he was like making a name for himself like two or three years ago, and like he kind of took off maybe like in late 2018, 2019. But when I heard this guy talking and the way he would come to the screen. I was like, this dude is almost like a televangelist. Like, mm-hmm. this dude's full of shit. There's See, I'm no not gonna, to... I'm not gonna say full of shit because a lot of what he says has truth to it. I haven't watched enough videos to be able to verify that. But before, before I blocked him, I had seen enough. <laughs> I never, I've never, I've never had the. If I hear truth, I have no reason to want to to want to censor it or block it. When I hear bullshit, I tend to want to censor it and block it. Once again. When I say a lot of the stuff that he said was bullshit, I mean, I don't think he was living that. That's just my personal opinion. Because I know pastors. I know televangelists. I'm like, what you saying may not be a lie, but nigga, you ain't living that life. I know you're not. Facts. Especially on social media. Especially being this dark-skinned, handsome, big-ass dude that's got many women in your DMs. Like, it is not happening. Like, a lot of times I get it when I'm in the sauna, when I'm stretching this shit in the morning. You see, I be having like my thoughts and shit. But one thought I had the other day, man, I had uh, I had just come to the realization that people cannot handle reality, so they rather live in these fairy tales. They they wish for the fairy tale because they legit cannot stand what reality is. That's why people don't like me because they can't accept the fact that. Between Derek, between Derek Jackson and Kevin Samuels, there is a reality there, and that reality is you're gonna come across one of those type. Of, your life is gonna intersect at their viewpoints, and somewhere along the line, yeah, what Derek Jackson is saying is true, but what Kevin Samuels is saying is true too. <laughs> so, so what? So what do we do? You have to understand that 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 intersection is a hardcore reality, and. Like I mean, I see people making fun of making fun of uh, Derek Jackson's wife, but I I haven't I don't know her IG. I haven't been able to really get into it because I really didn't care. But it no. was funny. It's funny to me because once again, like I really think women were angrier. 
women were angrier because they realized that they thought that they had an ally. It's like, yeah, y'all have an ally. Y'all have an ally that's willing to get out here and bash his own gender for likes and views. Because we live in an attention-seeking economy where people will do whatever it takes to get any modicum of clout. Like, you have to be super soulless to get out in front of the world and do some of the shit these people are doing just to make a book. Like, I guess he had a book. He has a book coming out or a book yeah. came out. I think, I, yeah, I think a book coming out came out. It's, it seems like a rollout to me. But, but like, do you know how many people are going to buy the book? I don't know. All the women that I've talked to, they regret buying the past books. So, for what? It, it, what you regret it, it for? Well, explain to me. Well, why do you think they regret that? They're they're saying he's a hypocrite now. He he's not living he's, what he's preaching. Preaching. But like, he's not living what he's preaching. He's a hypocrite. Okay. But he's but but like you said, to you you take it with a grain of salt. Like like you said, what Derek Jackson said is true. What Kevin Sanders says is true. And that intersection that you get to is. Yeah, men should be doing this, this, and this, and this, and this for their lady via Derek Jackson. Are you worth it via Kevin Samuels? And that's the intersection. That's where the question is. Are you wor- worthy of all this stuff that you're asking your partner to do? And that goes both ways. That goes towards towards men seeking out women. You And, I, and we've said this numerous times on this podcast. You know, you want a woman that, you know, don't got a lot of male friends. She work out all the time. She finds, she cook. And do all this other stuff. Are you worthy of all that? Like, for for to use an, a very very old and dated term, what are you bringing to the table? It's like that, if, term, if, that term ain't never gonna be dated for me. Because if you're not, if, if man or woman, if you're not bringing something worthy enough to the table, then why are you why are you pursuing this person? Why are you with this person? Why are you trying to give this person a hard time? Why are you manipulating this person to an extent? To be with you when you're not, you're not, you're not bringing your end of the deal, or you're not holding up your end of the deal. That's the question. But people ain't gonna answer that question. People gonna dance around that question. People are gonna stop two blocks before they get to that question because they already know the answer. And a lot of situations are people that already know the answer, but they refuse to get to it. I know how this is gonna play out, but I refuse to get to it. I'm gonna stay in this ignorant place as long as I can because I know at the end of the block them shooters is there and they gonna bust my bubble dog <clears throat> sounds like you was in the sauna too cause we basically came to the same realization <laughs> cause you just said the same thing I said they scared to come to the end of the block because as long as they don't get to get to the end of the block what do they get to do they get to stay in that fairy tale they get to they get to sit there they get to sit there and think to themselves shit if I as long as I don't go two more blocks I can I can I can bask in this moment of um, my my imagination can continue, my my bubble does not it, it doesn't burst. Look, I'm sitting here looking at and a lot of people may not believe this, you know. I, I, at least at least this episode, I wasn't acting like I don't know who Derek Jackson is. I know who Derek Jackson is, but I didn't know that this guy had this many books. And I'm sitting here scrolling, so he has a book called "I Come Too Far: Thirty One Daily Affirmations." I still deserve it. I still want it. A cheating man's heart too. A cheating man's heart. One, I've come too far. Um, and then he has, oh, a cheating man's heart. Three, okay. Single mothers are for grown men only. He has a self-crown journal. Things she wishes you understood. 
Don't forget your crown. Self-love has everything to do with it. And I believe the newest one is healed together without hurting each other. Uh, and I believe that uh, that will start, I guess it's going to start, it's released, you know, in the next couple of weeks. So they'll start delivering on April 6th. But um, look, man, everybody has their own truth. And I always think that with writers, writers speak from their truth. And to see that he has a few books talking about a cheating man's heart, I would imagine that he, he could write from that perspective because he could, it's relatable to him. It's not, I can't, I can't write about being a white man. I'm not a white man. You know what I'm saying? I can't write a book called, you know, a white man's heart. I don't have a white man's heart. I can't have a Mexican man's heart. So to write a book, a couple of them about a cheating man's heart, he's clearly able to reflect. And, you know, we've had this conversation when uh, No Boundaries first lifted off the ground. We had a conversation about once a cheater, always a cheater. And um, I simplify things. I do believe once a cheater, always a cheater. But that doesn't mean that if you're a cheater, you're a bad person forever. But the reality is if you're dealing with somebody that is a chronic cheater, it's perfectly healthy, in my opinion, to kind of keep your guards up to the fact that they're probably going to cheat again. That's only reasonable. You don't want to hang on to somebody's past, but don't let the past just fully evaporate and act like it doesn't exist. Because once again, that's a fairy tale. You're creating this image of this person that's not realistic. You got to understand, this person has cheated before, he can cheat again. Because nine times out of ten, if he cheated before, he may try to, he or she may try to perfect their cheating. They might try to get better at it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, and like we say, when you take a cheater back, you give them the blueprint. It's always gonna be the case. What what it's Denzel say and remember the Titan is just like Novocaine. Just give it just give it some time. Just give it some time, man. Look. And the reason it's easy for me to kind of pick on women in this situation is because no other gender that I know, <laughs> it's just there are only two genders. <laughs> There's no other gender out there that is, in my opinion their relationship optimist to a fault. On the other side of that, I believe men are too simple to a fault. Like I was reading this tweet about a girl that was saying like, hey, you know, my, my, my guy was down and, you know, I just pulled my boob out, let him touch my boob and we sat there, watched TV together and I brought him a beer or whatever and he, he, he was cheered up. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But that makes it seem like fucking dogs or some animals or something like that. Like we can't be that primal you know with our with our standards like if i'm having a bad day it's gonna take more than a boob and some beer to cheer me up more than likely and it may make me more comfortable around you but don't make don't 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 automatically come to the assumption that my day is better because of that no you just you just probably distracted me to help me you know lighten up the, the 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 load of the stress on my back. Exactly. But it was it was a, man a, that, a right time distraction. Yeah. And see feelings and emotions, I mean those things are complex. And due to the fact that men are very simple, we 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 are not going to sit there and and um have these long conversations about feelings and emotions because feelings and emotions are what they are. You know, I, I was I was reading this transcript that was kind of funny, and I just want to paraphrase it, but 
a woman will sit there and talk about their feelings for a long time. Like they'll go to a therapist and talk about their feelings 30 minutes to an hour, however long it may be. And it's going in circles about the same thing. But see, a man, in my opinion, is going to be like, I'm sad. Be like, okay, um, how are you feeling? I'm feeling sad. <laughs> like, like, I, I, don't, like, I don't know how else to tell you that or how to dig, dig this out and tell you why I'm sad. I'm just telling you that I'm sad. Pretty much. And even if you say, okay, why are you sad? Well, uh, I'm sad because, you know, I had a bad day at work. And it's like, okay, why well, was work bad? Because it was bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, we're, it's, it's really that simple. And at the end of the day, I think that men are naturally more inclined to come to an acceptance stage of that shit being bad or sad. Instead of trying to dig super deep and open up this Pandora's box of emotions that really make the day worse. Because I'm always, I'm, I've, I've pretty much come to the realization is like, everybody wants to, everybody to be so open and free with their feelings and emotions. And I'm like, what is, what, what, at, at the end of that road, what happens? What do you get to? And to me, it's, it's also another layer to it because I think if I become open and free with these emotions, how are you going to look at me? Or even worse, how are you going to weaponize this against me later? Because that Cause is it, a realistic way to look at it. Because if it's happened in the past, like you say, with cheating, there's nothing that said it won't happen in the future. So it's like, you know, I didn't sit here, I spilled my guts to you, you know, I, I gave you all these emotions, and we get into a, a fallout later, and you use this against me, I'm not going to forget that. All right, let me give you the bare minimum now, because... When I really open up to you, you weaponize it. So you're not going to get that anymore. You're, I'm not, I'm not going to provide you with the weapons to, to defeat me. Look, and, and you could be sitting, people could be sitting back. Oh, you know, I, you know women, especially, Oh, I, I'd never do that. I'd never do that. You know, but like I said, I, I just started off the show talking about women that are murderers. <laughs> like, 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 let's not, once again, I'm not saying all women are murderers, but let's just be real here. Like, we're all fully capable of some fucked up shit. And for a man to sit here and say, I'm I'm kind of guarded with my emotions because I experience women that will weaponize them. These same women that will freaking leave the house with a two-year-old, you know, <laughs> unattended to go club for six days straight. Like, I, I read stories about women taking their kids to the club and keeping their uh, freaking kids in the car while they, while they in that bitch turned up. And then go go. They drive home drunk with kids in the backseat. Like this is reality, but it doesn't get talked about. You know why? Because women are sugar and spice and everything nice. And look, and based off what you and said, man, I mean, salt and shit and think what they're did. That's it. That's why they need Derek Jackson. That's why they need that. You know that you 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 get that image of of yourself. And then you have the devil version of yourself and you have the angelic version of yourself. Like you need that angelic version of yourself right there telling you low-key some bullshit. You need that devilish version of of yourself on the other side saying, fuck it, YOLO. You know what I'm saying? Because you're always going to be stuck in between Derek Jackson and Kevin Simmons. Like that's that's just the reality. Like, and and then and then you kind of get sad when when you realize that this that this angelic version of yourself is truly just 
a devilish per- version of yourself in, a, in, a, in, a, in another outfit. <laughs> De- devil in a fresh suit. That, that, that's really it, man. Like we're all complex creatures. We all it's it's everything is is nuanced to an extent. And I just once again, it just saddens me that this failure to see that the world is not all rainbows and unicorns. And no, there, there it's never going to be validated. When you find that validation, you should be you should question it. Mm-hmm. Derek Jackson should have been a questionable guy from from year one. From year one, if you've ever received a Derek Jackson video, and I'm talking to all the men out there, if you've ever received a Derek Jackson video from a woman with her intentions of trying to manipulate you into falling into his thought process and his way of life, you need to be petty right now. <laughs> just, that's just my first, that's you need You need to be petty and send that woman a video of whatever porn star because I'm sure there's some of them out there saying, you know, I suck my man dick every day or, some, you know, something outlandish. And just to be like, you know, this person has as much clout and as much expertise as Derek Jackson does. If his career is a relationship expert, her career is a porn star. If you want to, you know, keep your man, if she said you want to keep your man satisfied, you got to suck his dick two times a day. What makes her wrong? It makes it wrong because that's not the that's not the that's not the the confirmation she was looking for. She was looking for the confirmation from Derek Jackson where you should be telling your man to be oh be open with your emotions, be be willing to speak, have conversations. You know, take her out. You know, go cash out her six hundred dollars because she's having a bad day. Here, here's here's a man hear. here's a man telling another man you know do everything that I want you to do. Yeah, it's it's kind of like what it's kind of like when 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 conservatives. Find, white conservatives find that one black conservative, and that's their, you know, that's their status quo. Yeah. The, the oh yeah. Well, Ca- well, Candace Owens and and Ben Carson, and you know, they're, you know, they're this. They feel this way, and it's like, okay, you pick two niggas. <laughs> one one size does not fit all. No. And and it's and that's what and that's why I'm saying like we're all complex creatures. You're going to be able to find anomalies all over the place. But you have to realize that when somebody has an agenda, remember, when somebody has an agenda, they will find somebody that they're going to prop up on a pedestal to to make their point proven. And yep. that's what Candace Owens is. That's what that's what the Ben Carsons are of the world. Like they're just it's the game they're playing. And you really don't even have to search that hard. It's just that when it's an agenda driven situation, somebody has to drive a point across, they gon they gonna have a token. And Derek Jackson was the token, the token nigga for the female population, and 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 he, I mean, and he failed him, and he and, failed him. And as I said, they're they're way more angry than we are because I mean, I've never watched the Derek Jackson video in full. I've never watched the Kevin Samuels video in full. You know, I I get the snippets, I get and I laugh, you know. But for the most part, because I had I had I had someone ask me the other day, you know, like how do you feel about Kevin Samuels? I'm like. And I said the same thing I just said. I mean, those guys, I bring up Derrick Jackson. Those guys are two sides of the same coin. At the end of the day, they have their perspectives. A lot of what they say may have some truth in it, but but just knowing that we stay in this attention economy, it's all for attention. That's why he has a microphone in front of him and a camera, and he's always dressed to the nines because he knows all eyes are on him. And it's been like that for him since day one. It's about the attention, 
And it's about getting the message out there. And whoever consumes that message and, and changes their lifestyle based on his message, that's it. That's on them. That's how you say about Trump. Like, if Trump says something, he does something, however it's interpreted, that's on them. That's 100% on them. When we say something on this podcast, if somebody takes it with a grain of salt, that's cool. Now, if somebody wants to take it like a fucking, you know, like a, 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 a shotgun bullet to the chest, yeah, so be it. That's not really my responsibility. No, not at all. No, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking what I know is the truth. I, that's, I feel comfortable speaking. Like, I'm just trying to keep it real with folks out there. But I, but once again, I know that 50% of our audience wants to hear sugar-coated bullshit. And we, I feel like in society today, with everybody getting canceled and everything being so PC, I think we're dying for people to be honest with us. I'm we're dying for that. I, I think I think the sugar-coated bullshit is what's really leading to our downfall, which is leading to a sensitive society where you have to you have you have to separate hate amongst different groups. Like it, it's just not hey, human hate is human hate. You know, it's, it's it's all across groups that you have to separate it. You have to be, you have to go and apologize for stuff that you did 20 years ago. It's like, hey, I, I, I haven't learned anything in 20 years. Excuse me. Like, we don't, we don't get that. And I'm not going to say, you know, reasonable doubt or that second chance or anything like that. But you don't get that space to grow and learn. Do people even want to grow and learn anymore? I, I kind of feel people, like people, people like, just want to get people just want to get likes and, and and endorsement and endorsement deals. For what? Why do I want to? Why would I want anything that these people endorse? I never really truly understood an endorse the the endorsement like a celebrity is endorsing something. We're all of a sound mind by now, realizing that half these celebrities don't even wear that shit, or if they wear it, they probably don't even like it. They're just wearing it right now because it's a photo op opportunity. And they picking up a check on the way. They're picking up a check. They picking up a check for wearing the bullshit. You giving them a check because you wearing their bullshit. Like, come on. Dave Chappelle said a long time ago, he say, I've done commercials for Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> and to tell you the truth, tastes the same to me. But Coke has paid me most recently, so I like them better. <laughs> what do these niggas got to say for wearing Gucci and, 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 and Dior and, and Off-White? What are you? Why are you wearing that? You know what I'm saying? Well, are you wearing that because you getting a check for it? No, you giving up a check for it. So, and and, and, and if and if you like it, you like it. All right, cool. But do you really like it? That's what that that's kind of where I come. Like I'm just trying to figure out: do, do people really like this stuff? I I genuinely like the, I genuinely like the Nike brand. That's cool. I, you you gonna get you gonna get you some uh, some Satan some Satan Air Max. Absolutely not. You're not gonna get you some Satan Air Max with the blood in it. <laughs> Lil Nas X is wilding, <sighs> but it's all to sell product. <laughs> so you don't like the fact that it has a gold pentagram on the shoe on the laces? You don't want that? Nah, I'm good. Like I, sure? like I, like I said, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. And then that puts me into into the religious realm and not in the good light that I want to be in there. So I'm cool. Oh, okay. I'm cool. Because demons, because demons are spirits too. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> you sure don't? I'm just saying you 
You focus at Nike bread. Hold on, hold on, wait. Let me think about it. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm you good. good. You good. good. Okay, okay. Now, if they were some high top Jordan, never mind. I ain't going to oh. give them that million dollar ideal right there. I'm gonna put, put that in my back pocket. Jesus Christ. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Little Nas X is, he's been one of the biggest trolls in the social media era, probably since Perez Hilton. Like, this dude is, he's an attention whore to a degree where I don't even believe he's gay. Like that's that's how that's how much of an attention whore that guy is, and I honestly don't I, I can't even I, I, I'd put him in the same boat as six nine. Uh, I think I think he's a, a paid shield to to he's just he's doing whatever they tell him to do. He's just he's basically a politician. He's just he doesn't really have his own voice. And for all we know, two three years ago, he he probably was living 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 under a fucking freeway. You know, mm-hmm. so more power to him. If he thinks that this is a good way to go, if he thinks that this is appealing to his legacy, you know, so be it. Um, I, I saw that headline and I laughed because I know more conservative groups are the ones that are like up in arms about it. And I know the groups of people that are like more progressive and liberal minded, they're probably just kind of laughing about it and thinking like it's a good troll situation to make Christians mad. And, you know, I, I see the irony on both sides. You know, like I say, is, you know, I, I hope I hope your children don't grow up influenced by this behavior. You know, you could you know, it's 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 um it's one of those laugh, laugh now cry later situations. You know, and, and hopefully you're hopefully you're probably crying now and you can laugh later. You know, who, who knows? But um, it, it's it's just funny to me the things that we let ruffle our feathers up in society these days. And I feel like little Nas X situation is real to, to a degree, but I can imagine, you know, some parents realize, hey, I have an impressionable child and he likes Old Town on road and he, her, he follows people like little Nas and I don't want them think I don't want my child thinking that that's cool. Well, I'm always saying, you know, make sure that your child is a, is a, is a, is a human being and and even and even to go back to old girl that um that basically let her child uh die, bro. She li- she literally like, put her child on an episode of Survivor. I don't know, like I said, I don't know enough about this case to speak on whether CPS was even involved. But there was a similar case that I was reading about maybe two weeks ago. It's a true true crime case. And it was this woman, I believe she was like, I believe she was like in Carolina or South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. And um, she, somebody basically did like a wellness check because she had kids and nobody had seen the kids for a while. And long story short, it turns out that the CPS agent that was checking on this woman knew that some shit, some foul play was going on because there were reports of her kids basically being locked in cabinets, eating rotten sandwiches. You know, I'm talking about sandwiches with cockroaches in them. And like, like this stuff was witnessed by people. And it turns out that the woman was able to pay off the CPS agent by giving her food stamps 
and the CPS agent was pretty like it pretty much was like, you know, I'm not gonna investigate too much harder, you know, you scratch you know, quit pro crow, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. So I bring this up to say, mm-hmm. like it and it, it and basically in the end it turns out that the, the, the woman ended up the woman had told the police when the police got involved, the woman had told the police that um my daughter is in Texas with the dad and the in the, the um the police were like, okay, cool. Well, give us the dad's number so we could check on the kids. And I, I think I think at the moment they was only checking on one kid. But it turns out by the end of the story, two kids were buried in her yard. She buried the kids in her yard. And her excuse for burying, and this happened like a year or two ago. And the excuse for burying the kids in the yard was when she realized the kids had died, she didn't know what to do. And she really just wanted to make sure that she could keep the kids close to home because she loved them so much. Say that's that's a that's a lot to unpack. (laughs) That's a lot to unpack, sir. I I want before before I close that out. I want to make sure I'm hoping that I can remember. The name of the little girl. Give me one second. I don't. Yeah, because I don't even want to unpack that. Like I just because yeah, yeah. I have no thoughts. I just have questions. I just have an endless number of questions. Because it's. I'm like I'm like damn CBS. We're getting that getting that two for one special. And she just said you know fuck them kids because it's basically how it boiled down. And then it's like is this woman even fully there mentally? Because it doesn't you- sound like it at all. Like I said, I want I want to throw the name out there, but I feel I feel like because I don't want to mix because I had was just reading about um, Kamaya and I know it's not Kamaya because Kamaya is the girl that got kidnapped from the from the hospital and uh, 16 years later she was found and it's crazy because in that situation the girl is smart Kamaya is smart like she was raised well but she was raised by a kidnapper. Yeah, and, it's really and then she was really she had that conflict of like, well, this is the only mother I've ever known. Yeah, yeah, and like her and her real mother are at beef, but her and her real father are not at beef. Like in this situation, like the real father's like, shit, I'm just I'm just happy to see you know Kamaya grown up and like she about to go to college, man. The girl sharp, you hear her talking, she like, damn, that girl, you, you, that girl smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mom, oh man, the mom is just so mean towards her. Like in a way, it's like the it's almost to the point where like the mom is mad that she got kidnapped, and the mom is mad that she doesn't understand that she got kidnapped. This is just another this is just another moment of me choosing violence, by the way, because I'm just pointing <laughs> out the fact that women could be very shitty. Like this is just bottom line. Like I'm witnessing this, and I'm like hearing this story, and I'm like, wow, this type of stuff gets swept under the rug, and it's like, I get it. This mom is is mad that this daughter is not just coming in with open arms, just trying to embrace this family that she has not known. And the they're basically to the point of like trying to put a restraining order on the kidnapper, which is she's in jail for life, basically. And because Kamaya still wants to be connected with her mother, which is the woman that raised her. And we're and on that same court in the same ref. Like, think about this. And this is 
the Kevin Samuels. We can we can reference Kevin Samuels in this too, because that Kevin Samuels is hated right now is because of his take on single single mothers and people dating single mothers. This is one of those situations to me where it's funny how people like to say, oh, it's not about, it's not mom and dad and all this crap. You know, it's about who raised you. Because we get this a lot when we're talking about the step-parent situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, in this in this instance, Kamaya's right. Like, well, this woman that is her kidnapper raised her, so it's only right for her to view her as a mother. Because it's not about who birthed you, it's about who raised you. It's about, you know, and we get that a lot in defense of quote-unquote deadbeat dads because when they're when they're trying to replace real fathers with the stepdads, the stepdads are always supposed to be perceived as like, oh, you know, just that, that's your that's your father. That other guy is your sperm, sperm donor because it don't matter who birthed you, it matters who raised you. Yeah. And that, that, that line, I've heard that line so many times growing up. And mm-hmm. I was just always baffled at like how easily that said. And to a degree, I started to realize, okay, I, I get it. But in this instance with Kamaya, it truly seems like for years and years that was manipulative because you don't believe it when it's actually true. Because in Kamaya's defense, once again, that is her mother. Her mother is a kidnapper, but it is what it is. And just for people that want to know, like, the reason a mother, I'm not excusing a mother for kidnapping her or the kidnapper for doing what she did, but she was she she was pregnant. She had a miscarriage and nobody knew. So she ran off to like Florida or Alabama or something, stole the kid, came back and was like, this is my baby. So nobody had a clue at all that, you know, the kidnapper was a kidnapper based on the fact that she was actually pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just hit. She just. She just hit the. She just hit the fact that she miscarried. And I don't know if the miscarriage happened in a hospital or if it's one of those dumpster baby situations. But yeah, that's how it happened. And once again, the violence only grows because <laughs> this episode is gonna get worse if you don't stop me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you run with it because. I mean, I had some points, and you went ahead and scored them for me. So I was like, "All right, you know, I'm just going, I'm just going to let him go." I'm ISO Joe, let him go. <laughs> that boy, and you, you, you see, you see Joe, Joe lately, ISO Joe lately. No, no. What, what, what is he? He, I know he joined some kind of league or something, but I haven't. He, he's a USA team. He's gonna be on the USA team. Oh, I, I seen, I, I seen IT was on the USA team, but I have, I didn't know Joe both was on the team too. Yeah, both of them. I think, I think Paul George might jump on there too. But uh, I show Joe, man, check him out, man. He's I don't he's he's on a I guess he's on a diet trying to get back into shape so he can be ready for the Olympics or whatever. But yeah, he he looking solid out there. I mean, I was like, damn, this dude he ain't never looked like that before. Cause Joe Joe to me was always a big guy. Mm-hmm. He was always kind of big, kind of like Carmelo. And Carmelo, you know, as you see Carmelo, you know, he got on his diet sheet and he he started looking real uh, pretty good too. But um, anyways, I guess that was my positive moment of the episode. It just happens to be talking about men, but. Uh, <laughs> Oh, terrible, man. Man, I wish I could remember that girl's name, though, man, because uh, it's a really messed up story, and, and it's just it, one of those it's things. A, it's that, a messed up story I, that lands in a lot of gray area, because it's kind of like, okay, this woman create, uh, this woman committed a crime. 
And so I say it, it ends in a lot of gray area because like this woman committed a crime without a doubt. She committed a crime. But you, when you look at it from the child's perspective, she's like, but this is my mom. I don't know another mom. Yeah, you gave birth to me, but this woman raised me for 16, 17 years, however old she was. So, yeah, she committed a crime getting me. But you can't tell me I can't love her. Like she nourished me. She, you know, took care of me through everything. I had my period. She was there for me. You know, all those growing pains that you go through, this woman was there for you. So, yeah, she kidnapped me. That's, you know, felony, bro, across state lines, all this other stuff. But you're just going to say to me, oh, I can't love her because she's not my my blood mother. She she didn't give birth to me. And that's like, that's, you just can't do that. I mean, you can tell people that, but, you know, you just can't take that feeling away. She's trying it. And that's why, and that's, and that's why you see a lot of men that you know get caught up, and you know they're paying child support for however many years, and then turns out the child isn't theirs. But like they bonded with that child, like you know, hey, that's still their son or their daughter, regardless, because they've been there for the past eight, nine, ten, sixteen years. How fucked up is the system when a man can't be granted recompensation for a situation like that? Like you, you lied to your child. You lied to me. You lied to your family. You basically stripped me of my resources for however many years. You get caught red-handed due to the fact that the blue pill, so to speak, wiped away in my system. And you know, I've never really understood how a lot of these situations come to play. How a guy figures out thirteen years later it's not his kid because. I think something typically happens and it's like, oh, yeah, well, you're not a match for this or or this. And it's like, what do you mean I'm not a match? And it's, it's it's always something like that. And it's like, well, statistically, this just can't be your child. Yeah. If, you know, this, she's this, this happened- blood type and you're this blood type, there's no way these two blood types make a child of this blood type or something off the wall like that. You know, this happens in one in three cases, right? I believe it does happen in America, quite frequently. In America, it's it's like a, it's it's close to thirty five percent chance of a father walking around, you know, <laughs> with a child that's not his, and he thinks it's his. Like that's pretty common. And with knowing that, it amazes me that the court system does nothing to remedy that. Like you can give millions of dollars to somebody that you wrongly imprisoned, and I feel like that's the same situation. I feel like these men should be compensated for the fact that women blatantly lie and say that child is yours. They get you to sign a birth certificate. Like that's pure evil. And, 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 and I tell you this all the time. Like I, we joke about it. We talk about, you know, hell have no fear. Like a woman scorned, but like, that's really not funny because no, like, not at all. I know dudes, I know dudes can do some fucked up shit, but I, I think I'm going to say it once again on a violent streak. Um, I'm willing to say that if you do that to somebody, if you if you lie to a man and and you have him convinced that that kid is his and he and he's a great father he raises that kid and he, he does his best and he figures out that kid's not his I I think that's worse than a man leaving I I do a, a man leaving and and the reason I say that is because once again you have your Kevin Samuels you got your Derek Jackson y'all be knowing who the Kevin Samuels is and y'all be knowing who the Derek Jackson is and when I say that I mean Y'all be knowing it's all game. And you can't sit there and think, oh, you know, I fucked this random dude at the club one night. He impregnates me. He's going to stay with me for the rest of my life. What? What fairy tale are you living in? 
what fairy tale are you living in? And and, and I'm not being and I'm not, I almost going to be mean. Like, come on, like, there's no level of critical thinking involved in that situation where you realize that you're dealing with a shitty guy. What type? What shitty guy? What ain't shit nigga is gonna raise a kid with a woman that he don't like? Mm-hmm. Like, is he like like? And, and I say that because. Niggas don't got morals and principles like that no more. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas ain't built like that. Like, it ain't a bunch of dudes that just... That's why I feel like Kevin Samuels, be, he's being honest when he says, well, a dude don't want to be with a single mom like that. A lot of dudes don't because at the same time, a lot of dudes have respect for other dudes. And they're like, exactly. I'm not going to step in and raise a kid that ain't mine when that dude is 100% available. Now... If a dude is, if a dude, go ahead, Jay. Now, now, just just from the perspective of of dating, of, of having dated somebody that that was a single mom, it's like when I was in that in that position, it's like I'm not here to be this supplemental father. Like, sure. like he he has he has had a dad, has a dad that that's active in this child's life. Like, you know, I'm not here to to like erase this guy's existence. I respect him for who he is. Like, and you rarely see that the, the 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 new boyfriend or the new husband having beef with the old husband or the nope. old boyfriend because hey, this is your child. You want to be there, you know. You want to be at games on Sundays or on Saturday mornings, and you want to do this. You want to do this. That's your child. I have no problem with you. <laughs> I have no problem with you. That's your child. I'm I'm not I'm gonna tell you well since you know me and mom's together now you know you really not necessary anymore. That's your child. That is your child. We built different, man. That is we your child. Like like I hey you you hey you say you say hey you know um I know you go to the barbershop every Friday you know you get your hair cut you know um you know me and me and my baby mom we talk we gonna leave the boy we want the hair, boy's hair girl's hair out. That's your child. <laughs> That's your child. I'm not going to take him to the barbershop and I'm sitting there and say, hey, you know, oh, I'm getting a haircut. Oh, Mr. J, I want to get a haircut too. Nah, you know, talk to your dad. You know, let, let your dad take you. You know, you, you, you can come kick it with him, but, you know, I'm not going to do that because that's your child. I'm not going to make decisions for your child, especially petty decisions like that. Life or death situations, of course. But petty decisions like that, no. That's your child. If you tell me you don't want your child playing little dribblers basketball, then he's not going to play little dribblers basketball. No matter how much I love basketball and want my child to play basketball, that's not my child. If I if I want my child to play basketball, I need to have a child and ask him does he want to play basketball. I can't I can't turn your child into my child. It's no matter no matter how much no matter how much your baby mama hates you. Or anything like that. How much you ain't an ain't shit nigga to her. You know, you can still be an ain't shit nigga to her and a good father to your child. And that's Look, your child. That that, that 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 part is very important. That that's your child. Look, and I hope we haven't lost listeners at this point. But look, I just want you to understand something. There are a few situations where obviously a guy can be a little reasonable and want to step up a lot more. Because all men, most men, not all, most men want to be somewhat of a decent role model to a fatherless child. If that child's father is in jail 
rehab dead, then you know it kind of it, it, we those situations we can embrace that situation to be like you know hey I can step up, but don't think for one second that we're any different from women in the in the in the in the mindset in the in the processing of the fact that this is not my child because I've read many stories because you know I'll be on Reddit I'll be reading and I've seen many women that have intervened with in a single dad situation and been like well. This this guy I'm dating has a kid, and I really don't like the kid. I don't want him around. You know, like I've seen these these things written out on the internet proudly, and, and people, then say, these women are like, "I'm not a bad person." Yes, you are. You're, You're fucking terrible. horrible person. Yes. You're like I hope I how do I tell my husband just to let her go live with his parents? What? <laughs> I don't want him. I don't want him taking any attention away from our child. Already, like I've seen that. Like that is wild to me. And once again, I have common sense. I know, but it's enough of them to make you raise an eyebrow. It's like, what are y'all talking about? Y'all are supposed to be the nurturing gender. Y'all are supposed to be the the gender that is that is basically hardwired with these maternal instincts. The minute you don't get along with a child that's quote unquote not yours. You just want to throw them in the trash. And they go party for six days straight. Damn. Come on, man. It's like, and, and men are angels in this situation, but y'all know that already. The thing, the, thing, my, the thing that I'm trying to point out on this episode, once again, is there needs to be more headlines that demonize us the same way across the board. Because that's what the news is. If I'm looking at the news, I know I'm going to get some bullshit. Yep. But let's get the bullshit spread evenly. <laughs> the bullshit ain't, it ain't, it ain't fair. <laughs> Bullshit don't spread at one spot. It, it really do, but I'll be sitting here like, man, y'all can't be serious right now. Y'all can't be serious right now. And 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 at the end of the day, man, I got a lot of close homegirls that are single that are single parents. And most of them, quite a few of them, do have functioning fathers in their lives. They may not be the greatest, but they are and if they ever ask me, I'm gonna tell them straight up. You gotta let that dude do what he can do. Bottom line, because that's better than having a revolving door of dudes that are pretending that are Derek Jackson in the situation and thinking that you know, they coming in there like, oh, you know, oh, you know, I don't mind being here. And then in the long run, it's bothering them the whole time that they can't get attention from you because you putting your daughter or your son first. And that's the thing that, and that's the thing that when you're dealing with these with these single parents, you got to understand they're gonna put these kids first. Yeah, you gotta accept. You gotta accept that the best thing you're gonna get is being on that child's level, but you're never gonna be above that child. And I've heard Kevin Samuel say that, and I've heard him say that. You know, when one of them snippets, like he's like, you gotta understand, like some dudes is not ready for that, and it's a lie to think. Like, first of all, just like women, dudes are they horny? They think with their penises. They not worried about your kid when they see you. Like they looking at you, they want to jump Yobo, you know what I'm saying? To in their mind, the kid is second fiddle. Once again, in your mind, the kid is first. So when he's seeing you, he ain't think about your kids. So all men would date a single. There is no man out there that wouldn't date a single mom. You no. think a man ain't gonna date Mariah Carey? You know a man ain't gonna date you know whoever? You know, come on, like yeah, I'm a. Go ahead, Jay. Fucking pervert. Mariah Carey's <laughs> birthday was yesterday, so you know I gotta shout my girl out because I. It was? 
Yep. Oh, wow, that's a coincidence. March 27, 1969, just in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> we, we don't care. Oh. 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 I'll go with you. Like, I she care. is a fucking diva. M- Mariah, I, I care. <laughs> boy, you love, you, love some, you love some toxic, boy. That woman's hey, toxic. Inject this shit in my veins. <laughs> Venom. No, but seriously, like, let's be realistic. And that's... And, and that's why, you know, I can I can easily argue with Kevin Sanders and be like, yeah, I hear where you're coming from, but all of us would date a single mom yeah. because we, we're realistic. The thing is, in the back of our minds, we always forget that we're not going to come first, and that's where the bullshit comes, and that's when we fall face uh, face first, and we realize that's where Kevin Samuels is right because even though we want to date a single mom, it's probably not in our best interest if we don't have kids. Because it's easy when I'm a, I'm a single dad. She's a single mom. Shit. She ain't going to be first. I ain't going to be first. We both playing second fiddle. Yeah. It comes. It comes together. It, 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 it just, I'm not going to say it makes sense, but it's a lot more understanding if me being single and not having any kids and then being with somebody to have a kid and say, hey, you know, let's go to let's go to New York next weekend. Ah, well, shoot. I got, you know, I, do I do I have a sitter? You know, is it my baby daddy's weekend? You know, this, that, and the other. When are we gonna get back? You know, it, it's a whole lot that comes into play when that, with that. And to go back to something you said earlier about you know want want to be a, a decent role model if if the dad is you know incarcerated or just not in the picture. I think even if you're just there, I think even if you're there Monday through Friday, you still want to be a good role model. Even if, you know, he sees that every weekend, every other weekend, however the custody agreement goes, when you're there in the presence of a child, any man with some kind of decency to him wants to be a good role model. It, But uh, granted, there are some men out there that's just like, man, nigga, I'm just going to fuck your mom and eat your fruit snacks. Like, it's, it's niggas out there like that. But if a woman has did her, her proper vetting and her proper due diligence, hopefully when she's brought this man around her child, he is of some statute that is like, okay, he is a good role model and he's good enough for my child to meet and to see on a regular basis and to understand that we are in a relationship. And that, like you said, it's that's not a, a revolving door of every Tom, Dick, and Harry coming through and you got 13 uncles that you have seen in the last 24 months. Tom, Dick, and Harry, huh? <laughs> you said something, and I, and I caught it, and then I dropped it. Shit. <sighs> Incomplete yeah. passes, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Bottom line, things 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 will work out better, a lot better for society, but we're just open and honest with each other. And I'm not saying that you got to dig super deep into the honesty. Just say say what it is, and keep it at that. If 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 somebody has a preference and and they tell you that this is their preference, believe them the first time. Y'all hurt. Y'all know this already. Like this is this is simple stuff. We don't need this PC culture is something we don't need. We don't need more sugarcoating of the truth because what happens is it's the same thing as like I said in the beginning. When we were talking, when we were talking about when the pandemic first started and the lockdowns were happening, I kept saying there's gonna be a lot of people that 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 hard quarantine and they're they're sitting in the house and they're in their germ-free bubble for 30 days straight. What's the first thing that's gonna happen to them when they come out? They're gonna get hit with some sickness and be sitting there. Oh, you know, uh, you know, y'all, cause y'all gave it to me. No, 
you was in that hole in that in that hospital bed, chilling for thirty days, thinking that germs was going to evaporate. Germs are here to stay. They're gonna be here forever, and that's reality. That's the same thing with 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 shitty guys. The same thing with shitty women. That's the same thing with a lot of things. Like there's always gonna be that intersection that comes where you have to realize there's good and bad in every situation, and if you're not ready for that chaos, you already know what's gonna happen. So don't be don't be upset that your your um your ally turned out to be a, a a pig with lipstick on because that's that's life that is life there's going to be so many instances in life where you come across people that are are dressed for the role but <laughs> that ain't that ain't really their role that they just they just acting because nowadays Fake it till you make it is, is is an easy way to get money. And that's why I said what I said earlier. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Lil Nas X wasn't gay. You know what I'm saying? I, I was I was shocked when I figured out Dr. Dre wasn't a doctor. But you know, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like that's what they do. That is what they do. But anyways, man, I don't even feel like we've even went that long. To be honest with you, I feel like this episode was short. I feel like it's too short after the last episode we had. Say, man, did you watch all four hours of that movie? Every single hour. I watched two hours one day, two hours the next day. How'd you feel about it? It was fle- It was a fleshed out movie. It was. A, it, it gave me, because you got to understand something. I went to the movies, movie theaters to see Justice League with, with I was, I was semi-excited for it because unlike Nice Cast, um, I am not the biggest fan of Batman vs Superman. I believe Man of Steel was a was a far better film. I believe Man of Steel was a beautiful movie. I think it's one of the the greatest the greater origin comic book movies of our generation. Um, I put it up there with, with Iron Man one. I put it up there with the uh, with, with Doctor Strange and um, and uh, Captain America. And Captain America, Man of Steel was better than Captain America, but not to go too down, far down that nerd rabbit hole. But I like the fact that I was able, that's a movie that, okay, I'm comfortable sitting in my house watching this movie because I can take my time with it. I wouldn't have sat in a movie theater for four hours and watched that movie. But when I say it didn't feel like four hours, it's because when I watched the first two hours, the shit really breezed by. So when I came to finish the next two hours, it breezed by again. Yeah. Um, and I never, I only watched Justice League once. So Zack Snyder's cut, you know, I've watched it once. And just comparing the two, once again, it's a more of a, it was a more of an emotional flesh out. I was able to somewhat be emotionally attached to Cyborg a little more. Because I didn't like Cyborg in the original. And I didn't like him too much in this one, but I got him a little, like I understood him a little more and I saw his importance a little more. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I would give it like three and a half stars. I'd still, I'd say it's one star above the original. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that this is a great film, but I'm saying if you're, if you're a fan of Snyder's work, then it's worth checking out. If you're a fan of comic book films, it's worth checking out. And speaking of comic book films, if you're a fan of The Boys, and you're a fan of animation, you should check out Invincible, cause um, and it's on Amazon Prime, and it's 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 an animated version of the boys, in my opinion, but from a very different perspective. But after episode one, you like where it's good. Anim- it's it's good. I've, I've, it's only three episodes. I've watched all three of them. 
Uh, oh, wow. well, I, I only had access to three episodes, uh, and I think it's going to be longer. I don't know if my Amazon was tripping, because it was interesting because it was supposed to come out Friday, but I ended up watching it like Thursday night, and I ended up staying up too late, and I was tired as fuck on Friday. <laughs> That's why, again, yeah, I, I, I binged that whole. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, if everybody likes... um. Who's the old boy that got killed in The Walking Dead and pretty much after that the series went to shit? Egan, Egan killed him. Uh, the, the, the Andrew. Oh, oh, uh, Stephen Wynn, I think? Stephen Young. Stephen Young? Young? Stephen yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's the voice. He's the voice actor. Um, J.K. Simmons is his dad. Um, I want to say, uh, what is it, Sandra O? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sandra O is his mom. Uh, Zazie Beats is one of his, his homegirls. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, it's it's a good, it's a cool little show, man. Like I said, if you like the boys, then you probably don't like Invincible. If you like animation, you'll probably like it. But long story short, I I, I enjoyed the Snyder Cut, um, like I enjoyed WandaVision. Um, I, I still I still enjoy these comic book themes, but I can admit that I'm not as excited for the shit like I used to be. So when you see things like the boys and Invincible, like yeah, you kind of you cut the violence perspective. The, the anti-hero. Yeah, and, and and yeah, that's basically you. You enjoy the anti-hero more these days because you, the the whole too good for humanity character. We don't even deserve that in society right now. Look at society. Look at society. Society does not deserve a hero. Society deserves a meteor. Whoa! Several of them. <laughs> to me, several. The Zack Snyder cut could have been three hours but I understand why it was four for the same reason you said that you had to flesh out some stuff you had to give me a rough origin of flash like yep. like like I understand you were doing some setup for the flash movies like okay I gotta I gotta at least let this this nigga meet meet his meet iris like and I appreciate that he wasn't this clumsy oof anymore like he was more, he was more happy-go-lucky, Peter Parker-esque exactly. than the clumsy oof that he was in the first movie, tripping over his feet. Like this man has a whole entire superhero suit and he can't run. That makes no sense to me. Yes, the dude, the dude, like he said, you could tell he they they made him, which I'm fine with. They made him into like sort of a boy genius awkward, not too many friends type of guy. Like you said, they made him more of a Peter Parker, which is, I'm fine with. He wasn't this bumbling oaf because the Iris scene, that, that was magical. The whole pet store trying to get the job, that was magical. That they that helped. Um, it's I'm, I'm glad people make fun of Zack Snyder for the whole slow motion thing because he overdid it. It was way, way too much slow motion. Way too much. It's like, bruh. Matter of fact, the movie... I don't, I don't need to see... I don't need to see... Cyborg, I, I forget his his name before he was Cyborg. Um, Big break, yeah. I didn't need to see him breaking these tackles in slow motion. Like, hey, give me one tackle, a spin move, put him in the end zone. But Please. I didn't need to see all of that. Please. Now that I think about it, the movie ain't really four hours. It's really about three and a half hours. But see, slow down thirty minutes of it. Exactly. Exactly. And see, and then, yeah. I, like, I understand Cyborg having a bigger role since he was part mother box, basically. Yeah. So that makes sense to me as well. Yeah. I still am not okay with the, the, the ease of Superman coming in and kicking ass. 
But he's Cause they, Superman. Cause, yeah, they. I still feel they underpowered because it's it's just, that's the that's the beef I had with uh, with uh, Infinity War and Endgame though because I felt like they overpowered Black Widow, like, and I feel like to an extent they overpowered Captain America. None of them were fucking with Thanos' children. Thanos' children will watch half the Avengers, but for the for the for uh for the sake of time and just making the story doable, I get it. But like, let's be honest here. You're talking about some freaking monsters here. You're talking about come on, the like you said, the ease of how Superman just came in here and walked down Steppenwolf, the same way a freaking seventeen year old kid just got rid of that um. Darth Maul, the Darth Maul, I always forget his name, but the dude that was pretty much destroying Doctor Strange all through the movie, yeah. and you just you just sent him out into the space. Like that's how you gonna get rid of him? Like yeah. seriously, he just caused all this havoc, dropping bars at bar after bar, and you gonna just just and yeah, y'all hit, y'all hit him with a sham god. Come on, man, you can't do that. He he was one of the few characters. I bet if you were to have a vote on which one of the Thanos' children you would want to come back, he's definitely somebody you would want to see again. And it, and it and it's kind of like you go from from um uh fucking Superman fighting the the Zod creature again I forget the the, the names but you know Doomsday. Doomsday there is some solid opposition there then he just walks through Steppenwolf so like what do you get this Thanos moment with Darkseid where it's like you know he whoops Superman ass in, in early in the movie and it's like oh shit this nigga's not a play play. Like, you know, where do you take this to where it's like, okay, this is some real opposition to consider. Because to me, when I look at Wonder Woman and I look at Superman, I'm like, y'all kind of are, are, are close to the same level, if not there to me. So, like, you know, he was able to, he was able to, to, to she was able to spar with him. Superman really didn't even have to spar with this nigga. Wonder Woman is more in the thing that's always been confusing to me about Wonder Woman is Wonder Woman is supposed to kind of be DC's Thor, but to an extent, I really I feel like I feel like the closest that you'll really get to DC's Thor uh, is it makes sense because she has the the blood of the god in her freaking Zeus, and she's not real, so I get that. So like you said, yeah, she could get with you know Superman, like she could stay with him. But now, like, like Superman is light years. Like, he's just way more powerful than Wonder Woman. But the reality is, she is sort of a god. So she's Thor. And if you would be like, well, Thor versus Superman, that's a fight. So that makes sense. Now, Aquaman is more of a of a hybrid. You know, there, you know, there's Aquaman could pretty much walk through fucking you know most of most of the Avengers except maybe Hulk and uh, Thor. But uh, I mean, once again. Blood of God to him, but he's real. He's half human, half God. Wonder Woman's not real. She's basically yeah. like a created player. So, uh, anyways, but yeah, uh, Ebony Ma is a kid. Is a character I was talking about. That was gonna bother me if I didn't remember that. But like, but like, I, I see all the spinoffs they're trying to set up. You're trying to set up the the Flashpoint. You're trying to set up Injustice League. Like, I see the, you know, I see the spinoffs that you that you were trying to get off there. So, it's oh like, yeah, oh yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, Zach, he, he played, I'm not saying he, he's intentionally playing this, but it's like, you know, okay, this is better than the, than the original. All right, boom, you know, you got the Flash movie already in the pipeline. I'm, 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 I'm setting the plays for the next couple of movies. How are you going to work this? 
gotta remember there's a Batman movie coming out or Robert I, Pattinson and see that's it I feel I feel like that's supposed to be an isolated incident I, eventually one of these jokers gotta meet up with one of these guys you just got a bunch of you just got a bunch of superheroes running around what 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 where is Jared Leto's Joker where is where is Joaquin Phoenix's Joker where is is, is Batfleck gone we finna we finna go to we finna go to you know Robinson like where are we at we just that's what I'm saying like the superhero genre is is, is getting is getting annoying now that's I got I got I got some more questions but I know we lo- we losing listeners but you know. oh yeah yeah they be they, they, lose, they be trying to act like they not interested in shit see that's the thing and especially <laughs> you women are still listening I'm about to get on y'all ass look dudes have interest and I feel just like with with y'all with women that have interest I feel like that's one of the healthy, healthy things about relationships. You got to come to that median and, and be able to like take some type of like, y'all don't even be trying to take interest in what, other, what y'all, what y'all uh, boyfriends and girlfriends be doing. That's a problem. Like, golly, you that busy. You that cool. You can't watch the Avengers. Come on now. Oh. I'm cooler than half of y'all. <laughs> on, on, on God, bro, I, I, I fell some kind of deeper in love when Bay took um the day that Avengers came out. Like, it came out on a Friday, and it was one of the Fridays I was off, and she took off so she can come watch the movie with me. I was like, oh, shit. This, you don't even fuck with superheroes like that. But that's a, at least try. At least try. You know, shit. I, don't, so, I, I honestly don't even care if you sit there and ask me questions through the whole movie. I'm going to get annoyed, but I understand that you're trying to understand. I've accepted the fact that women will not concede to horror movies because they can't sleep at night or some bullshit like that. But I will accept that. But come on, sci-fi action movies, y'all just now getting into them because there was a Black Panther or there's a, a Captain Marvel. I get it. You want to see somebody that you can kind of connect with, but let's be here. Let's be serious here. It's still sci-fi action. It's no different than any other movie. Like it's just make believe. Give it a chance. It ain't always got to be rom-coms and, and bullshit. Because I've watched plenty of those, and I've, and I've actually watched good ones. And y'all be watching the trash ones. But that's another story. I'm no storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I don't have words of advice. I'm going to just say that some of the stuff that I recommended is worth watching. Like I said, Invincible is worth watching. Um, you can watch Snyder Cut. Um, I'm walking into the second season of Handmaid's Tale. First season of Handmaid's Tale. I know I'm late to the party, but Handmaid's Tale, it's a, it's it's a good show. I see what direction it's going in. I get it. You know, I'm gonna continue it, but I'm gonna pause it because I have to start watching Your Honor eventually. And I, it's just that shit been just sitting in my queue. Um, so I'm gonna check out Your Honor. Well, it's sitting in your queue actually, but uh, <laughs> I think. Um, the Scorpion's Revenge, if anybody out there likes like animated, like Scorpion's Revenge was, was pretty dope. And I'm actually kind of excited for the actual Mortal Kombat movie. So, yeah. Other than that, man, remember, you can't run from reality. You cannot run from reality. Usain Bolt can't run from reality. Woo! So, <laughs> eventually, I mean, you got to stop, pause, and just embrace reality for what it is. Because that fairy tale eventually is going to come to an end. So yeah, that's all I gotta say on that. Um, I've been I've been been watching The Wire. I'm on season four or five now. So shout out to Sean. Shout out to Sean when we feel like a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And 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 a lot of people always said, you know, oh, season two of The Wire was you know this that and the other. I was like, 
Season two wasn't bad to me. Like I, I didn't, I didn't find that to be a slowdown in the story at all. So I was like, you know, so check out the wire if you, you know, again, if you're late to the party like I am, just getting around to watching the wire, check that out. Um, honestly, that's that's the only thing I've, I've really been watching. Maybe you get a well. Never mind. Never mind. I think that that's that's fine. The wires. I'm I'm late to that party too, but yeah. Eventually to be watched. I'm I'm late to that party and Ozark, so I got time. I got time, but I want to watch. I, if I I gotta like the lead, some of the leading actors, and I like Brian Cranston, so it's just so easy for me to 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 know that I'm gonna watch Your Honor. So, yeah. And that's how I felt like watching The Wire because I see so many familiar faces, and and I and I've I've said this before, and I was like, Wood Harris might be my favorite actor, and he might be somebody else's favorite actor, and you don't even know it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wood Harris is nice, man. Even yeah. the other dude. What's the other dude's name? Um, the little, the little dark skin guy. Idris got the slash on his face. Oh, um, his, face. <laughs> his name is Omar from The Wire. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's cold though. He's good, man. Yeah, he's yeah. Good. I, he, he definitely deserves like a lifetime achievement award. Uh, and shit, uh, Uncle Ice from Paid in Full. Yeah, yeah. That boy nice, man. Boy nice. That, and it's so funny when people be talking about like black actors and stuff, man. I'd be like, y'all really be sleeping on some real good ones. Y'all really only like the quote unquote handsome ones, but there's some ones out there that's gritty that that got some goat, you know, and uh, don't get enough love because they're not, you know, they're not handsome. But um, it is what it is. Those it is those actors is. that you um, love to hate, like you, it's like man, I don't know this guy's name, but every time he in a movie, he the bad guy doing some shady shit or some crazy yeah. shit like that, you know. You gotta, and that's a level of respect too when you see this man. You know, man, I already know I'm not gonna like him. Because he plays his role so fucking well. Ain't that just like what Pinky from from Friday? And he wanted yeah, yeah. He's one of them cats. He just he just be on some whole shit. But uh, <laughs> on, uh, yeah, yeah. On the last note though, I'm gonna call this one. Even though I'm not the biggest biggest fan of Michael B. Jordan, that 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 Tom Clancy movie he got coming out, I think it's called Relentless. I don't know if it's a season or a series. It's gonna come out on Amazon, but that shit gonna be that's gonna be a great movie. Well, and I think that. She is. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. Um, I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be great. I know a lot of people aren't gonna watch it, just because I feel like people really aren't into that type of thing. Because a lot of those movies get slept on when it's like military based. But I, I definitely think that it's that's gonna be that's gonna be one of those movies. Because like I said, I never knocked the way he played Killmonger, but I, I believe I believe the rating of him playing Killmonger was just more based on the fact that he was Michael B. Jordan, and he, he it was a couple lines in there that was cool, but. The Killmonger was somewhat an overrated character. That's just my opinion. But this this character that he's about to play, I think it's gonna fit him. I feel like ten years ago it would have been Tyrese playing this character, but thank God for Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, you know you know how it is, man. If you are listening to us on SoundCloud, please rate, comment, leave suggestions, and um, if you're on Apple Podcast, same thing. And um, Spotify, I know you press play, and that's about it. So other than that, <laughs> you know, if you're on Google Podcasts and you figured out their shitty little system, you know, go for it. But either way. Leave us a comment. Uh, I'm not going to see it, <laughs> but leave it there. Yeah. We're not going to see it. 
uh, it, even with the suggestions, if you want to send a suggestion to our email or to the into the uh, No Boundaries Instagram, we're all for it. And um, yeah, keep your keep your keep your ears pe- peeled. You'll you'll probably have another raffle or giveaway coming soon. But uh, always remember, read the notes, read the notes because you never know. No, they got their, they got their stimmy money. We gonna let them ride their stimmy money for a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll let them ride the stimmy money for a little bit. I hope you ain't, I hope y'all out there doing y'all y'all smartest with it. Don't be don't be don't be irresponsible with the stimmy. Don't be irresponsible with the stimmy. Uh, we got an IG live possibly coming up soon. Uh, Jay got the fresh cut, so he wants to show off for the ladies. But anyways, thank you and you're welcome. As usual. And with that being said. This has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But. Ever since the dawn of civilization. People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special. About the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary. Thank you.